0: Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles.
1: All right, we got some a few people hanging in. Rob is making another appearance. What's good, Rob? I'll give Kyle twenty more seconds if he doesn't hop on. Then, uh, then I'll make Rob speak. Um, interesting press conference today. I'm not sure if everybody saw it. Uh, wrote a little bit about it. Got got a big big thing coming from the press conference for tomorrow morning on the Sacramento Bee's website, so you guys can check that out. Um, my big takeaway from the press conference, uh, they were, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were, uh, were being pretty defensive, I thought. And it was pretty telling to me how defensive they were. And my opinion on which quarterback they're going to take changed, uh, over the weekend. And I know people aren't going to want to hear it, but I am pretty convinced the 49ers are going to draft Mac Jones. And um, so I know people are, oh, the, the media is gullible. You guys will believe anything. Like, I promise you I have, I have good reasons to believe it's going to be Mac Jones. Um, Kyle can hop in any minute, but he's muted. But so I do think it's going to be Mac Jones. And then nothing that happened at the press conference today made me feel any different because the way Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch were talking about everything – just made them seem like they're bracing for for a big time blowback. Um, and if the pick is Mac Jones, I think I like they deserve all the criticism that they're going to get because I think there are a lot of issues with the process that they went up about acquiring Mac Jones potentially. Um, the compensation obviously is a lot. And I just disagree with with the player, uh, with the player evaluation, I guess, is the way to put it. And so these are all, you know, if, if Kyle Shanahan, if this is going the direction I think it's going, and Kyle Shanahan ends up, ends up with Mac Jones, and they trade Jimmy Garoppolo, and Mac Jones is not immediately a playoff caliber quarterback then I think you're going down a road where it's abundantly clear Kyle Shanahan is a good coach and a good offensive coordinator, but not somebody who should be in charge of making massive quarterback decisions. And I know, you know, there's an idea out there that the best pick is the pick that Kyle Shanahan wants. And there have been some other prominent media members that have said that. And I just couldn't disagree more um, because... NFL people just in general have not been good at identifying first-round quarterbacks. And you can go down the list. I would say there's probably a 30% hit rate on quarterbacks taken in the first round. And so nobody in the NFL is, is above criticism or above reproach when it comes to how this quarterback stuff goes. You know, you have – I'm looking at the list now. I mean, Cam Newton. Hey, can I- oh, you're, you're on.
2: Yeah, 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 I am. Can I just go for it. say briefly. When it comes to picking quarterbacks, pick the more talented one. It, it it's like it's not rocket science, man. It's not like Justin Fields stinks. It's not like Trey Lance stinks. And when you come out before after I'm sorry, after you make the trade, and you say what the biggest, fastest, strongest uh, quarterback that's the best in the pocket. Like, don't say that then, because that's not what you want. You want a quarterback right. who's going to stand in the pocket and make the throws built into your offense. And that's fine, but then just say that. And then maybe don't trade three first-round picks to move up and draft the, the worst quarterback uh,
1: available. Right. And so that's, that's my issue, I think, with the process part of this, right? Is that they basically wanted to control the process. And I get it. If you want to, if Fields or Trey Lance is your pick and, and you make that gamble, then it makes sense, right? But if all along, which is what I believe now, um, and what a lot of people have said, if Mac Jones was that third guy that they were comfortable with and they traded up, to, to number three just to control the process. And if they just settle on Mac Jones after going through that process, I just think that's malpractice when it comes to team building. Like you don't give up, you you don't give up all those extra first round picks just so you can look at Trey Lance and Justin Fields and then decide to go another direction, right? Like you, if Mac Jones was your guy all along, then stay at 12, wait to draft night, trade up to six or seven, wherever you need to go give up significantly less than three first-round picks, and then get your guy. To me, what this situation looks like is Kyle Shanahan said, I like Mac Jones. The personnel department said, I like Trey Lance. And then they said, well, why don't we get to three and figure it out? And then, like, and and they ended up with Mac Jones in the first place. So it's like, why did you why did you make that move? Like, why couldn't you just evaluate Mac Jones in a way that you normally would you know, you're so worried about the entire league realizing you're sniffing around quarterbacks that you're going to get jumped for Mac Jones. I just, I just find fault with the process. And look, maybe, maybe Kyle Shanahan changes his mind, but I have very good reason to believe that Kyle Shanahan has zeroed in on Mac Jones. Um, I do believe what Todd McShay wrote based on, based on what I've heard and what I know that there's a significant faction in the personnel department that wants Trey Lance. Um, So, you know, if if it ends up being Mac Jones, I'd find fault in the process, the cost, and just the the, the player it's himself. And maybe I'm completely wrong on this. And maybe you know, maybe it's not going to be Mac Jones, but I'm to the point where I think it is. And maybe Mac Jones is the next Drew Brees. I thought it was pretty telling that Kyle Shanahan brought up Drew Brees when I asked him about mobile quarterbacks today. Um, and so, you know, like I I think it's a very there's a very real possibility that Kyle Shanahan is is one of many coaches who fall into this that they're good at coaching, they're good at X's and O's, and they just are not they they just are not good when it comes to team building and player evaluation, and that happens all the time. And uh, and that you know I I think you know it's not a done deal I I don't think, but I think all the signs are pointing to to it being Mac Jones. I think the way they reacted today. The fact when Shanahan
2: talked, was on the press conference,
1: yes, that was notable. Kyle Shanahan was not initially scheduled to be on the pre-draft press conference. He's never been in a pre-draft press conference with us. That's typically John Lynch, and and only John Lynch. And then Shanahan talks the Thursday or uh, after the first round, typically on Thursday night. And so the fact that there's Kyle Shanahan felt the need to to speak. I mean, I know it's the it's a quarterback, so it's his baby. And I understand that he should be up there answering questions about the quarterback, but it's also like, you know, do you, do you need to display United front? Like, is that what you're doing? Um, you know, I'm just not. And then, and then
2: defensively tell everybody on social media to relax and let it play out. <laughs> right.
1: Right. It's, you know, telling it's, it, it just came off as very defensive. And I know there are other people who have, who thought that, you know it was going to be somebody other than Mac Jones, and this press conference sort of changed their mind. I know Tim Kawakami is one of those people. Um, and you also wonder what's going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo now because I think it made a lot of sense to keep Jimmy Garoppolo around, especially if you draft somebody like Trey Lance. And now, based on the way it's being presented, i I would be surprised if Jimmy Garoppolo lasted the weekend. and now instead of having potentially two starting caliber quarterbacks in Jimmy Garoppolo and a rookie, you're probably going to have one, and then what? You're going to trade for a veteran backup. So instead of, you know, like, are are you going to trade for Gardner Minshew, and you're going to have Mac Jones and Gardner Minshew as your quarterback group now, and that's going to be that's going to be your group like going into a season where a lot of the locker room thinks you're contending for a Super Bowl. I just, I don't know, man. I'm, it's hard to uh, say
2: you wanted to upgrade your quarterback room and then do that to your quarterback room. I totally agree. You and maybe, it, yeah. There's, there's no, we've said this a million times. We've said this since, since the trade got made and Mac Jones name first got connected to the 49ers. There's no explanation. That's going to make this make sense. There there's not like there, there's not one I've heard. I've, I've watched Mac Jones. I've read about Mac Jones. I've heard people talk about Mac Jones and I understand what he is good at and what value he brings to, to a team. What I don't understand is how that puts him above Justin Fields and Trey Lance and why the 49ers felt the need to unload all the draft capital they unloaded to go get a guy who, by all accounts, is pretty ordinary. Yeah, and and the today and been like, hey, FYI, we're taking Kyle Pitts. That would have been easier to buy. could have been like, huh? Oh, I get, you know, best player in the draft. Yeah, sure. Like, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have done it, but, like, I guess. But, but he,
1: com- he completely lost me when he said, you know, I, I don't, I think we are going to die soon. Well, Sorry. yeah, that was weird, <laughs> but he completely lost me when he said, "You know, I think people are being a little too dramatic when look- when talking about this trade as like the biggest trade in franchise history and all that. It's like, well, it literally is the team has never given up free first round picks for anything, yeah, show your work on that, my guy <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, and then being like, Well, I've seen other teams you know trade trade multiple first round picks for players, and I hate playing those guys. It's like, all right, well." One is Jalen Ramsey, who's arguably the best cornerback in football, and he was the best cornerback in football when the Rams made that trade. So you're, you know, like, and then the other is Jamal Adams, which, you know, you and I probably don't think the Jamal (laughs) Adams trade was that great. It was a bad trade. But to equate trading three first-round picks for an unproven quarterback, a rookie quarterback, and comparing that to Jalen Ramsey and, and the Jamal Adams trade just doesn't track at all for me. And I get, like, sure, first-round picks maybe are overrated. Like, I get that, because teams miss on first-round picks a lot, and their currency, and if you can get a great player for for that currency, then you have to do it. But looking at Kyle Shanahan's track record now, you know, I was giving Shanahan too much credit. If, if, If this pick is Mac Jones, I'm going to come out of this process realizing that I gave Kyle Shanahan way too much credit and thinking this move was to draft an uber-talented player who he could take to different heights in his offense, similar to what Andy Reid did with Patrick Mahomes. Who Andy Reid traded up for Patrick Mahomes, sat him for a year, and he turned out to be a star. That's where I thought we were going with, with this pick, in that it would be Trey Lance or even Justin Fields. And as time went on, it, it became clear to me that Justin Fields was closer to being the guy. But now if it is mac jones it's it just doesn't make any sense and you can go through history like looking at the list of quarterbacks who have gone high early who have gone high early in the first round like there are no statues who are getting drafted and being successful like matt ryan is the last early early drafted quarterback that simply cannot move at the same level like has similar immobility right. to mac jones and that was like 13 years ago like all of the good young quarterbacks in the league can move, all of them. And to say to to you know at, me asking him about mobility and the trend and whether or not he looks at that, whatever, and him saying, "Well, Drew Brees would be good whenever," it's like, man, if you really think if you if you made this trade thinking Mac Wilson is going to come in and breed Drew Brees right away, like I'm Mac sorry, Wilson. that just doesn't track at all. all. And I think it's ins. Yeah, sorry, Mac Wilson. Like or <laughs> here we go I'm all over the place. Mac Jones. Um, if if you think Mac Jones is going to be Drew Brees right away, like I think you're crazy, and I want whatever you're having, because Can that is a wild decision to make, particularly if everybody in your personnel department is saying no, take this other more talented
0: guy.
2: The Mat the Matt Ryan comparison is really interesting to me because Ryan obviously had his MVP season under Kyle Shanahan in twenty sixteen, right? He went uh forty nine hundred yards, he completed sixty nine point six percent of his passes nice. Uh, just seven interceptions, 38 touchdowns is wild. Like he was, he was really, really good. And let me just put this on the table. If Mac Jones comes in and every year completes 70% of his throws for 4,900 yards with 38 touchdowns and seven interceptions, the Niners are going to be in a good spot. Totally. On the other hand, if he's Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan for his career is averaging 4,300 yards, 27 touchdowns and 12 picks per 16. He's just a guy. Yeah, like he's he's good. Matt Ryan's good. I don't want to undersell. Him. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. But you're not trading three first-round picks for Matt Ryan. And if no. they wanted Matt Ryan, they probably could have offered the 12th pick to Atlanta and just gotten Matt Ryan.
1: And you could have offered that package to a lot of teams and gotten an established starting quarterback, maybe yeah. even a good one. Yeah. Like, like what? What's three John first Schneider round say? Is a lot. What's John Schneider say? And I'm not like they would never trade, but like if John Schneider were to trade Russell Wilson. It's gonna be for something around the neighborhood of three first round picks. Yes. And (laughs) probably a little bit more. But right. It's but like you you could
2: get an established star. Right, you're paying a premium for that, right. And they did it for
1: McCorkle. What it like, if you offer the Dallas Cowboys three first round picks for Dak Prescott before he signed his contract, like that's a pretty reasonable tag and trade. I don't think anybody would have been all that upset about that. Because no. you're getting an established quarterback and you're ready to roll. If you're hitting, you know, it, it it's hard for me to listen to Kyle Shanahan say, you know, talk about expectations and we plan on winning, on on competing for the Super Bowl and all that stuff. And then completely turn over the quarterback room to a rookie who he who we traded three first round picks for. Like it just it doesn't make it 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 doesn't track to me. And the other thing about Mac Jones, the reason why I disagree with just the player evaluation so much. Like all right, if he's Drew Brees and you you're the only one who sees it and we don't, like that's fine. What's the one thing we say about Drew Brees every January? I don't trust Drew Brees to win no. a road playoff game in right. the cold because he doesn't have a strong arm. Right? What what do you say about immobile quarterbacks, if you ever have offensive line issues, you're toast. You are toast. If you don't have a good offensive line and your quarterback can't move, then you're toast. So the 49ers have a good offensive offensive line right now, but that doesn't mean it's always going to be good. And so your margin for error is just so much smaller. And I know he moves like a tennis player and ties (laughs) his feet to his to his throwing motion, really well, and he maneuvers in in the pocket like you know. Cool. They traded like,
2: three first for Andy Roddick. Awesome.
1: <laughs> right. Cool. But like, but but just to, I don't know, man. Like, and I know people say Tom Brady, like that drives me insane. To say to say a rookie who's never played down in the league, and and you have to compare him to, you know, Drew Brees or Tom Tom Brady, like it just. Like, that is just insane to me. And I think if Mac Jones were this good, like, everybody in the league, like, the Jets would take him. If Mac Jones was the next Tom Brady, the Jets would take him. They run the same offense. They have the same philosophical stuff. Like, they need a starting quarterback right now. If Mac Jones is Tom Brady and he's the most pro-ready quarterback right now to start, the Jets are are drafting that guy. But instead, they're taking the guy from the small school who only really had one good season and they're taking a bet on traits because and not traits even are, like, good traits <laughs> just, his just, uh, his arm talents his arm talents pretty good i'm a i'm a yeah, Zach wilson guy I, i've cooled on him as time has gone on but you were a big Zach wilson guy early yeah cuz he was like i was just excited to watch football right right they were right, right. like they were the <laughs> pyu was like the only show in town for a minute there <laughs>
2: <laughs> big BYU football fans in the
1: back. Yeah, huge huge BYU guy. But so look man, I get it like do you? I don't get it. I, I mean, I, neither. I don't get it. That's, that's what I meant to say. And the pressure, I just and, don't and, get it. There's nothing there's Kyle, no if it's if it ends up being Mac Jones, there's no side of it that I get. Kyle
2: Shanahan today tried to play the whole like, oh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on this guy and da 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 da. It's like, yeah. Especially like he put, he's putting all the pressure right, on this guy. Right. Especially if he starts week one. Can you imagine he starts week one and throws an insurrection, uh, interception? Like, I can't, the, the, the booing's gonna start, like, whoever the backup is, is gonna be the most popular guy in San Francisco right away, which shouldn't happen when you just drafted a quarterback third overall that you traded three first round picks to move up and get. That shouldn't happen. You shouldn't be putting, it should, Maybe he's asking. maybe look. Here's the deal. Like, if he's Drew Brees, fine. Because say what you want about Drew Brees, he won a Super Bowl and was really prolific and good for a lot of years. And if that's what you're getting, fine. So I'm not. The, I, I'm not just ready to be it because, like you, you said it. If he was Drew Brees, the Jets would take him. Yeah. If that, if that's where where he was going to be. So I, I don't it just, it doesn't, like, none of it, it's not adding up. And if for it to make sense, they're going to have to win and win a lot. And he is going to have to be great. He can't, if it was Trey Lance or Justin Fields, and they were just kind of good out of the gate while they figured it out, I think there would have been a lot
1: more leeway. Imagine if they trade Jimmy Garoppolo to the Patriots and they, like, win 11 or 12 games. And Kyle Shanahan's stuck with Mac Jones, winning eight games.
2: Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Our, our guy, Eric Crocker, Striking Gold Podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network, uh, hosted with Rob Lauder, uh, friends of the pod.
1: They <laughs> Rob's in here.
2: Yeah, Rob Rob's in here. Um, Rob, make Chris say the DJ fat thing again. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Croc, Croc posted on Twitter the other day, that watching Nick Mullen's college tape reminded him of watching Mac Jones college tape. And that just like yikes. That's that is a that's a dark, dark scenario. Where the forty yeah. ers traded three first round picks to get a guy that they could have had for
1: six bucks and a bag of sticks. It's wild to me, man. And, and like the crazy thing to me too is they're just, you talk about Nick Mullins, like Nick Mullins can't make plays with his legs. He can't make plays outside of structure and run for extra first downs and all that. And I, I get like there are a lot of people who tell me that stuff's overrated. I, and I, sure, I guess I get it to an extent because ultimately you, you need somebody who can win within the system because you don't want to just rely on making plays outside of structure because ultimately it's going to be hard to win like that in the long run. I get all that. But also, like, third and six in a playoff game in the fourth quarter and you need points, you have a much better chance at converting that if you have a guy that can make plays with his legs. You just do. And that's why all these other teams are getting these guys who can make those plays. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you lose to these dudes
2: all the time. Like, Kyler Murray torched the 49ers defense when they were – one of the best 2 or 3 defenses in the league in 2019. Russell Wilson has beat them repeatedly over the years. Josh Allen torched them this year when they their defense had started getting it together. Patrick Mahomes stole a Super Bowl from him. I I don't I I get like sticking to what um I get sticking to what you know and if you are a 40-year-old who grew up around the NFL you probably watched a lot of really good quarterbacks who were statues and maybe that's just what's stuck in his brain but um i evolve do 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 something different at some point like all these statue quarterbacks have gotten him zero super bowls and 3 out of 4 losing seasons in San Francisco
1: yeah and the thing I'll always come back to, and this might be a simpleton's way to look at sport, to look at the sport, but like Kyle Shanahan's one of the best in the league at getting guys open, right? Like just from a schematic standpoint, he gets guys open, he gets guys open in space is good, if not better than anybody. But yet, Kyle Shanahan needs the most accurate passer in the draft. Like that accuracy is super important to him. Like if, if I were, In that position, trying to tell Kyle Shanahan what to do, I would say, hey, man, what's the point of being so good at getting all these dudes open in space if you have to be so precise?
2: All right. That's all the 49ers have to do, and then they'll be back in the Super Bowl. You're welcome. Yeah. So subscribe, rate, and review if you haven't, and we'll see you guys next time.